Well, hello, everybody. I'm here with Fruit today. Um, how are you doing today, Fruit? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. It was good getting to know you a little bit right now as we did the intro, and we will continue to do that. And yeah, wondering to, to if you could tell us a little bit, since this is like astro- Astrology of Creativity episode, um, we're kind of zooming out on you as a creative human, not just as a musician, which we know that you are, which is really cool. Um, how do you feel like you got your start creativity-wise, and how has it evolved over time? Yeah, um, well, I grew up with a lot of like creative people around me. My abuela, so my grandmother, um, is an artist and a sculptor and a poet, and so there was like that avenue, and she lived in our house with us, so that was like always apparent. And my dad was really into music, so he would teach me guitar, and my sister and I were really into dance, and so I mostly grew up like doing all of those things, but mostly dance was a a huge aspect of my life. Um, and I was really into the improv and modern aspect to it. So not the, the aspect of dance that didn't even have that many rules. It just required you to move your body in whatever way you felt comfortable. So I mostly explored through that. And I feel like I got a good grasp on like what feels good, what doesn't. And like, how can I express myself in the mediums that I, that I have? Yeah. So that's, I, I feel like I did a, all of it. And then I sort of zoomed into music, uh, when I got to college for sure cool what was it like to transition to a different medium what was like the learning curve like I guess um well the learning curve was really the only thing keeping me there was that I needed to express something because in the beginning it was just absolute awful (laughs) I think at the time I I thought it was really good and it was very cathartic to get out but listening back I'm like wow it's amazing I kept going um um, but uh yeah um the learning curve I think the most learning curve thing I had was like just really trying very hard to make my favorite song so every time I sit down and you know put something together and like record it and stuff that was like my favorite song for like a week and then I would get bored of it and be like okay I really 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 want to create my new favorite like I would just like do it for me and me me over and over again um before I even felt comfortable sharing it and then uh yeah so the learning curve is probably just a trial and error yeah and it sounds like it was a lot for you I'm wondering was that similar with dancing was that like for you or was that more for others or other yeah that's a great question um I think I was mostly dancing for others um I knew that I was like I got a lot of praise from it and I knew that um it came pretty naturally to me and so I think I I didn't really practice dance on my own it was always in front of people like when I was alone it kind of felt not worth it um versus now like obviously I share my music with people and I you know promote it and stuff but uh, it's still very much for me and starts when I'm alone by myself and you know like it's true much more of a solitary practice mm-hmm. yeah yeah like you didn't even start by yourself and dancing for you it felt like starting by yourself wasn't worth it or it wasn't like yeah yeah it was definitely like a look at me, <laughs> look at me. Um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Cool. Yeah. I'm excited to see how all of that, like all this information is super interesting and helpful to get to know you and also like a uh, background for the chart that I looked at earlier. So it's like, hmm, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your I'm sure your astrology brain is piecing things together. <laughs> that means with all the numbers. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. And you're like <laughs> well, Yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> time for our little break and I hope you enjoy the music. Before we talk more about astrology things, um, what are you doing right now? And like, what do you want to want the world to know about? Gosh, um, well, right now I am recording a lot of songs that have my new voice in it because I medically transitioned over the pandemic. It was a self-realization couple of years and um, Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about the new music. It feels way more myself it sounds like myself it's just a very like an, another cathartic um sort of output of my emotions the past couple of years that feel um probably more real and more raw than i was writing from before um which i'm really excited about and it's also kind of makes it scarier mm-hmm. but um but it, it feels needed because that, that's ultimately one, what i want to be is creating like from the heart um not just a catchy tune although it's always important to have a catchy tune but um (laughs) but yeah uh, (laughs) um so yeah I'm working on that and um hopefully by this summer I have a couple singles in the works it's all very much done to be honest it's just now us packaging things creating music videos and sort of making it pretty and aesthetically pleasing to put out into the world but yeah it's definitely definitely coming I'm very excited yeah and that's a whole process I'm sure it's like you want to be you want it to be up there already but you want it to be good and the way you want it yeah I I'm the first person to be like oh I just finished this song I need to put it out but that's that's exactly what my like little label and my um wonderful producer fortune west would be like don't 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 <laughs> yeah, don't do that <laughs> yeah you, you need to package it up and make it look pretty which ultimately i agree with but my my heart wants to put it out right now yeah and i also hear too about what you're saying about like the authenticity with your voice now like being scary but like exciting at the same time i'm yeah i'm happy for you that's going to be such a cool way to like explore Oh, thank you. Yeah, the first song I'm actually going to be putting out is my old voice featuring my new voice. So it's going to be like a duet with myself. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, it's it's called Love Language. And um, it's, 
it's really cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Huh. That's amazing. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, and I have listened to the, some of your things. They're really like chill. I love I love your vibes. Um, and you were on the show one time. Um, you were featured oh, yes, as a break, yeah. like an artist on the break. Yeah, I wanted to mention yeah, that. Thank you. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it added great vibes. I was like, mm, I like. It. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I appreciate like the playlist that y'all have me on. Um, it's it's really helping me like expand my fan base, which is really awesome. Hey, that's the point of this, right? So, succeeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, nice. So it sounds like you have some interesting things coming up and exciting things. And but right now, like, kind of a lot of work to do before that happens. Yeah, yeah. It's time for our little break, and I hope you enjoy the music. What about astrology? What do you know about it? And what do you want to know more about with it? Um, well, I, I know that, like, I kind of know the stereotypes of my chart and of, like, all the signs. I feel like a couple years ago I was dating someone who was really into astrology and then that, like, kind of catapulted my knowledge of it because before that I kind of didn't really know anything about it except that I was a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Um and so, yes, I know that, I guess, like, broadly speaking, Capricorn is like a, it's like Earth, so it's like very, like, I don't know, I don't know, like, rules or, and like, very, like, <laughs> structured, maybe, or, yeah, our grounded, and Scorpio is, like, uh, a little obsessive and secretive, um, and then, like, my Gemini moon I kind of blame everything on just like in conversation but I actually don't know that much about my Gemini moon um yes and then I think my Venus is in Aquarius which I right I'm pretty sure that's right Mm -hmm. um yeah and I actually have no idea what that is so (laughs) yeah so (laughs) and thank you for summarizing your big three there that was that's helpful we can kind of go into that's kind of the first thing i start with is just looking at the big three and getting general lay of the land um so yeah like you said you're a scorpio rising um the capricorn sun a lot of capricorn things going on um for the audience's uh information we're looking at his chart right now so that's what's going on with our eyes um, and I'll be yeah. right oh. um, and yeah so a lot of Capricorn 
Oh yeah, the houses. Let's talk about the houses. So your Capricorn sun is in the third house. And the third house is about like your everyday life, um, simple learning, like lower level learning, like reading, writing, communication, kind of like a lot, a bunch of random things, siblings, extended family, um, your neighbor, your neighborhood, familiar things, I guess, it's like what you could categorize them as. Um, and it's the opposite of the ninth house. And like the ninth house is like higher learning, long journeys, quests. So if you think about the opposites, kind of helps. Um, so you have Capricorn there and like wherever your sun is, like the house that it's in, that's the area of life where you're going to express your Capricorn sun the most. And so since you have also Jupiter, Mars, and Neptune and Uranus in Capricorn, a lot of expressing is going on through that like filter, the Capricornian filter. Mm. Capricorn, okay. yeah. Like you said, very structured, um, or like enjoys structure, thrives with structure. Um, always. I like, see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to hear that. Um, you oh, I mean, it's just like mm-hmm. I, I'm always on the quest to find um, another, either supplement or routine or food group or um, meditation that will further me along like a steady path because I feel very like my mood feels very insane a lot of the time and so I find that like structure kind of helps me ground it Um, yeah so a lot of a lot of um, searching for daily things for me to do in order to feel like a person (laughs) That's cool. And that's your sixth house. Like the sixth house is that daily routine. They're similar in that way of like familiar things. But the sixth house is more like the routines that you have, things that you do to take care of yourself. Um, and okay, we don't have to go into this, but your south notice there, aka in short, like where, um, what you brought from your past life, lives. So maybe that's like a past life thing if you're, if you believe that. Um, you you kind of had that part of life down the routines and the rituals part in your previous life so oh really wow yeah and then like your north node is what you're supposed to become in this life so it's over there in the 12th house libra um which we could talk about more if it was more on topic <laughs> really cool really interesting stuff that, that kind sounds of cool yeah that's called evolutionary astrology if you want to look into that yeah, um, that's incarnation nice. realm. Cool. Yeah. So then, um, back to your big three. You have your moon in Gemini in the eighth house, and the eighth house is about uh, tr- like transformation. Is the overall keyword I would say. So things, it's very like ethereal. Like you can't really like pin it down, but it's like death, rebirth, um, the process of like breaking something down to rebuild it, um, like sex and sexy stuff because that's like merging and transforming sometimes (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) not to be confused with sexy stuff in the fifth house which is more casual the eighth house is more like give me your everything um kind of stuff in all in all areas of life so your moon there and in gemini that makes me think like relationships and because the eighth house also collaboration so maybe feeling comforted and at home in relationships where you're kind of mutually 
supporting each other. And that's like your safe uh, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel that I'm sort of a serial dater in I've been told so uh, but I feel like I learn a lot from each each person that I find myself dating so um, yeah. yeah I feel I feel like a lot of growth for me comes through uh, relationships and friendships but like I guess if we're talking about specifically like romantic relationships I definitely learn a lot about myself and, and find myself uh, as more independent as those relationships carry on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like transform you in a way, and then yeah, and Gemini is very relationship driven. That makes sense, cool. and that's a great example of yeah, like how like everybody's different, and just because you are like one way, like serial dater has such a negative connotation or something, but yeah, like you're learning things. Yeah, you're like living your life and taking from the experiences, and that's like kind of what you're supposed to be doing. According yeah, to definitely. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has a bad rep, and I've I've definitely heard that, um, but. I don't know. That's just kind of how I am. So I'm not trying to shame myself for that, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, like, that's awesome. That's a cool part of you. And it's reflected. Um, Yeah. That's your big three. Now we'll think about, so that's just kind of, yeah, like, who you are in general. Big picture level. Um, if we're thinking about creativity, the things that we'll look at is uh, Venus placement, like you talked about with Venus and Aquarius, and then your fifth house, which is Pisces with Saturn in it. So we'll definitely touch on that. Um, but yeah, we can start with Venus. So your Venus placement creatively wise is kind of going to tell us what is your style that you attract and that you use to attract others, um, like your feathers, if you were a bird, and the kind of feathers that you have. So in Aquarius, um, Venus is very, Aquarius doesn't like um, being like restricted or following the ways that people think, like conservative ways of being. They're going to like want to think outside the box and be their own person. Um, Also kind of the idea of working with people to create the future that they want, like they're going to work with other people. It's not going to be a solo mission to create the future that they want so yeah Venus very collaborative in Aquarius but also like don't cross her she has her ideas and that's they're going to be very hard to change your mind Um, and in the fourth house you have the fourth house is the house of like your home your family your foundations your roots and where you come from that tells me, and that's so cute, actually. You said your dad taught you how to play the guitar, and your, oh my god, and your grandma was with me. Oh. <laughs> so like, yeah, like there's a lot of art in the home because Venus represents art in the chart and beauty. That's cool. What do you think about that? I talked a lot. Um. Oh no. Uh. Yeah. I mean, that all makes sense. I feel like a very collaborative person. Like, even just in in figuring out like what to do or um even my music like I feel like it is elevated when um it is collaborative uh so I I feel like my best really comes out when I'm surrounded by people that I trust um and and yeah Mm -hmm. I don't know my 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 family was and is definitely very supportive of me and so and like my creative endeavors so uh it, it feels nice to (laughs) <laughs> to see that in the stars as well, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. 
That's really interesting. You're like all three of the people that I have interviewed so far um, have had some kind of a fourth house Venus situation or like something to do with the fourth house having a stellium there. Um, it's just interesting. Like for a lot of people, I guess it makes sense that if your family is supportive of your creativity, that it could become a career for you or like a life thing that you do. Um, yeah, no, that makes sense. Hmm. Very cool. Um, Venus, what else? Mm-hmm. I would look at the aspects, but why don't we go to the fifth house? And because I want to talk about Saturn being there. Um, the fifth house is a house of creativity and pleasure, and like just stuff that feels good, recreation. So that's why we're looking at it for creativity, because it's the most like blatantly. It's about children who's like generativity, um, creating humans even. And oh, wow. Yeah, like really extend. <laughs> um, and you have it in Pisces. Pisces is a very like creative sign. It's very expressive of its feeling and very like kind of on another dimension of consciousness than people. So like this is kind of the fifth house is kind of telling us how will, will you go about creating your art? Um, so Pisces, you'll go about it in a Piscean way, uh, which is also mutable. So it can be kind of like all over the place. And needing that grounding makes sense, especially if you're going to be like trying to create on a regular basis since Pisces is kind of not grounded. So that makes sense to me. <laughs> oh, zoomed in. And then so Saturn being there, Saturn is a planet of like restrictions, boundaries. Wherever Saturn is, it's kind of where you're going to be like blocked or like too too rigid about in your life. And you kind of have to learn how to untangle whatever is going on there with Saturn. Um, Wait, can you say that in a different way? Sure, yeah. So Saturn, where Saturn is in your chart, reflects an area of life that kind of causes you strife and trouble and it's something that you kind of have to learn how to work with and you learn oh, that is that <laughs> yeah oh sorry is that like your Saturn return I feel like my my friends are talking a lot about that how it's coming up or That's maybe crazy. I'm maybe I'm in it right because it's every 27 years and I'm starting my 27th year right because I'm 26 yeah you're very close to it kind of beginning um it begins when Saturn crosses into the sign that your Saturn is in. So right now, Saturn is in Aquarius, like the end, the very end of it. I think at like uh, after July or something, it'll cross over. Really need to look that up, but it's close. And interestingly, that's kind of what I was going to bring up. Like your Saturn return, um, wherever your Saturn is, by house and sign is kind of the themes that are going to come up during your Saturn return period. So for you, creativity a main theme going on there it makes me so for example I'm going through my Saturn return right now and it's in my 10th house of career and it's just been like the busiest most intense time for like building my career ever wow yeah so like for you it's gonna have something to do with fifth house topics wow oh my gosh (laughs) that's that's kind of (laughs) nerve-wracking Yeah, it's kind of like, wow, like you're going to really learn something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I guess I'll let you know in like six months. <laughs> yeah. 
totally. And it makes sense that you're going through this transition now too. Like this transition happened while Saturn was in the fourth house of um, like your roots and like who you are deep down inside. So then it's going to cross over into the fifth house. And it's like, okay, now time to like figure out who you are in this department of life. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like the pandemic, at least for me, was very much a like, oh, you have to literally break down everything and start anew. Like there was a moment in time when I was like, I have no idea who I am, but I know what I'm not now. So now we can start building. Um, yeah. Now I feel like a person, which is cool, but it took like a a while. It felt so interesting. Yeah, when everything is kind of taken away and you're left with, I don't know if your, like, quarantine situation was, like, being inside all the time, but, yeah. Yeah. An experience. Yeah. It, it was definitely, like, an hour inside all the time. Cool. Like, I, I worked throughout the pandemic, but, like, there was a moment in time where I was, like, okay, well, now all I'm left with is my thoughts, <laughs> and that can be a dangerous place. <laughs> um, but I... <laughs> Yeah, but, but I also, like, wrote a lot of some of my favorite music and um, met, like, the love of my life. So, you know, it, it, it all oh, works out, but, yeah. That's beautiful. I wonder if it happened around when, you're, when Saturn was, like, on your Venus. That's something Ooh, to look I don't into. know. <laughs> yeah, when when was that? Do we Pretty know? Pretty Venus is at 16 degrees. Right now, Venus is, like, at 20, I mean, Saturn's at 23 degrees Aquarius. Mm-hmm hard to say it could have been months it could have been a year ago <laughs> when did you guys meet uh like two years ago beautiful at the beginning of when Saturn yes. was here yeah that's that's cool really interesting like the timing thing um which yeah we kind of have gotten into with the Saturn return just the heads up you know knowing that that's coming up and also, the Saturn return happens again every 28-ish years. So when you're, like, 50-ish, this will come back up. And whatever you do right now is going to, like, come back up. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. He's, he's so you better get it right this time, I guess. Just do your best. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So, cool. We've kind of covered the things. Um... Other things in your chart. Oh wait, your the question time. That's why it feels like there's something left. It's time for our little break, and I hope you enjoy the music. Hey, six You have a, do you have a question about your chart? 
that I can answer. Yeah, um, I guess I'm interested in where that Libra is. You you said something like <laughs> the in my evolution evolution chart or something. Sure. Yeah. Evolutionary astrology is like a some kind of setting like uh before genre of astrology. Um yeah, and so your north node is kind of like I said, where you're destined to be in this life, like what you're reaching, what you should be striving for. If you are able to master these qualities, you won't have to carry like stuff over into the next life. Like that's the goal is to reduce the negative things that you bring on. Um, so you have that in Libra in the 12th house and the sixth house. So like you come in with a Aries south node in the sixth house. So this tells me like you really go for it when it comes to your daily routines um your rituals how you take care of your body uh you do that in an Aries way which is like you go hard and you like maybe overexert yourself there sometimes because Aries oh, does <laughs> I feel like I, I feel called out <laughs> <laughs> no no this is good I love it <laughs> yeah so like you Aries thing um and it's not like these things are bad, like bad things you have. They're like kind of gifts that you have. But if you lean on them too much, you'll never reach your real potential, which is to be Libran, which is fair, balanced, about relationships and partnerships. Aries is very like, I'm in this on my own. It's all about me. And Libra's like, it's about us. And like, let's all get along. So, and then in your 12th class, like mental health things. It's kind of like your 12th has like your subconscious, like, that's part of your brain that you're not really aware of, but it's like doing stuff. That's, that's I don't know, a lofty yeah. goal. I know, yeah. Yeah, I like can't even describe the 12th house that well. So like to do work on yourself in that way. Challenging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I feel like my maybe all of my Capricorn placements are like, okay, it's a goal, let's do this, like all this shit. That's so um, true. <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. Like your goal your goal-orientedness could definitely help you appear to reach or, that. Or maybe it's maybe it's stopping me from from getting there. You know, maybe I have to let loose. Who, who's to say? Libra is more go with the flow. Than, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Interesting. What, what, um, mm-hmm. I also have a question about my Scorpio rising. Yeah. I... I'm curious, like, I feel like I said, like, some stereotypes about it, but, like, from what you actually know about Scorpio Rising, what is it? Yeah, I feel like we didn't go into that at all. Thank you for pointing that out. Scorpio Rising, keywords, um, intense emotion, uh, depth, and everything. That's, like, so, like, your rising is how you're going to approach life and approach the world and what you're motivated by. So you're motivated by um, emotions, deep things you don't really like surface level stuff maybe um very invest can be very investigative once we get down to the bottom of everything into like the real truth of everything um i'm missing something important like you said secretive like feels a lot of things but doesn't really like express that around others 
unlike its like siblings that are water signs like Cancer and Pisces are gonna just emote but Scorpio's gonna like kind of really think about it for a long time and ponder it and feel it on their own what do you think about that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that was a lot I feel like um the last thing that you said kind of hits home in like a I feel like I do feel a lot of things but it, maybe I'm I feel like I want to actually understand what I'm feeling before I talk about it or I'll feel almost like silly like because it's like a half thought um and yeah and I, I definitely have been secretive in my past and I'm trying not to be now but um it's it definitely feels like a gut reaction to like hold things in and save face and sort of like look like I'm fine with everything when I'm not <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that's Scorpio rising. Yeah. And it's interesting. I was noticing like your big three are all in different uh, elements and modalities. So like, yeah, you have a water rising, you have an earth um, sun and you have an air moon. And this one's a fixed. This and Capricorn is cardinal and Gemini is mutable. So that just tells me like you are very, very flexible, maybe. Um, like you don't go just one way, you're not just like fixed in a certain way. Yeah, yeah, it feels a little unpredictable. Something that I was thinking about, like when I was thinking about um, doing this with you, I was thinking about how I'm, I would try and explain my creative process, but it feels like completely all over the place and like comes through me oh sorry like comes through me instead of like from me like it just kind of feels like it's everywhere at once and I feel very like unpredictable as a person and I feel like I have like three or four different emotions about the same thing and so it feels very like when, when I'm writing a song I can like hear myself contradicting myself in the next line you know <laughs> but it's still both very true and very present um mm. so I guess all of that trying to coexist and in my brain and body, I guess, almost validates that for me. So that feels kind of nice. Yeah, totally. And that also kind of, I think the Pisces fifth house reinforces that too, because Pisces is able to just hold many truths at once because it knows that they're all truth. And also that like kind of feeling of channeling something through yourself is, feels very Pisces. Kind of getting into like a trance state of sorts. Yeah, yeah, like I've, I've heard it being called like flow state or something like that, you know, but that's definitely how it feels. I kind of like forget everything exists when I'm writing music and making it and um, yeah, like forget everything and just sometimes kind of like forget to eat <laughs> or like forget to drink water and then I'm like, oh my God, right in my body. Um, and I like, then I feel it all at once. I'm like, wow, I need to do all these things for my body. Um, <laughs> yeah, but in the moment, I'm just like, uh, like extremely uh ready to release all of all of the arts inside me oh that's beautiful and it's a great feeling <laughs> so i'm glad that you yes it, <laughs> it, it is a great feeling i i definitely love making music it's uh arguably uh my favorite thing <laughs> in <Yeah>. life um, <laughs> that's so cool yeah yeah. yeah there's also like a little okay what kind of we can end soon <laughs> like we're rambling but it's fun um yeah i'm enjoying this a lot and 
you have a Mars-Neptune conjunction, and like Neptune is to me the most like musically of the signs. I mean, of the of the planets. Oh yeah. Neptune is more like. Um, Neptune's so hard to explain. <laughs> um, <laughs> Neptune is everything, and Neptune is consciousness, and Neptune is just a lot of things. And so, just knowing, just know that I associate Neptune with music. And your Mars, aka your passion, your drive, your energy is there. And so I see the music. Wow, that's so cool. It's so cool how、yeah. you like, you like know all of this. Like that's just <laughs> like like obviously because you run this podcast. But it is like very interesting to hear your brain like connect these things and make it like、uh, make sense. You know. Because I don't know when I when I look at this, it just kind of like it looks like really interesting, but I have no idea what this means. So it's like it's cool that you you're like a language that you're like translating this language、um, to people. I think that's really cool. Thank you so much. And like, yeah, I'm so glad that it it translates in an understandable way because that is the goal. And sometimes it feels like I'm just saying words. <laughs>、yeah. What what is what is your sign? Yeah, I'm a Taurus rising,、um, a Libra sun, and a Capricorn moon. So I, I I vibe with the Capricorn. I feel like we're we have are having a very grounded like mellow conversation. <laughs> do, you, do you do you start with your rising sun when you introduce yourself? Do you do you start with your rising sign? And you go onward because that is what people see first, or do you have another reason why you do that? Yeah, I think like your rising is. Kind of the filter for everything else in your chart, and if we think about like how the houses start at your rising sign, that kind of helps me with that thought.、Um, so yeah, I feel like your rising just comes out more in all parts of your life, whereas your sun comes out like, yeah, this is. Look at me. This is who I am, and then the moon's more like, this is who I am in private. But your rising's kind of always present, so that's why, yeah.、Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, we. I feel like we are having a very like chill Earth sign situation right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I feel the vibes. <laughs> That's great. Cool. Yay. Um, I think that's what I have. And if you do you have any other questions or thoughts? Um, I don't think I have any questions. I'm. This was such an interesting time. I really appreciate you, like reaching out and like, yeah, this was such a cool experience. Thank you for having me, and dissecting my my star life. <laughs> star life, I like that. <laughs> yeah, thank you for being here and for like sharing yourself in many ways with the audience. Thank you. Great. All right, everyone. Well, we'll keep doing this series, and you'll hear more artists and. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.